Welcome to this episode of the Growth Cast. My name is Jackson Campbell here, joined again with Dallas Pruitt for this week's extended cut. Um, thank you for joining us. We're very happy to have you here today. We'll, we will be discussing um, some principles in our book of the month, um, which is Ikigai for March 2023. We're, we're reading Ikigai. So, but before we dive in, just want to introduce all of you new listeners who are here. Um, thank you for listening. We're very grateful to have you here. Um, just a quick rundown of the growth cast. Like I said, my name is Jackson Campbell. I have the pleasure to, to host these, these extended cut episodes with Dallas Pruitt, where I get the opportunity to pick his brain and interview him on the principles that we're learning in the book of the month. Um, we do those episodes on Saturday, but Monday through Thursday, you can also hear from Dallas Pruitt on the growth cast in the, during the daily drip where Dallas talks about mindset principles, three to five minute long episodes to get your mindset going for the day, to get you going for the day. Very impactful and powerful episodes. Dallas, I've got a side note that I want to share with you about what's up drip here in just a second. Okay. But Monday through Thursday, we get to hear from Dallas. It's incredible. And then on Friday, I get the opportunity to also jump on and be a co-host with Tyler Devereaux and interview Tyler Devereaux for Aloha Fridays. Those episodes are also very impactful. If you know who Tyler Devereaux is, He's a very impactful individual, keynote speaker, multifamily real estate investor, CEO and co-founder of the Multifamily Mindset and Multifamily Capital Partners. And I get the opportunity to pick his brain, what he's built, what he's done through this process, um, both mindset-wise and real estate-wise. So those are very, very powerful episodes. Definitely tune into the Friday episodes. But thank you for joining in. We're very happy to have you. Um, but let's dive in here. Iki Guy. Dallas, what are we talking about this week? What what principle out of Ikigai yeah. do we want to dissect this week? Um, we're going to talk about anti-fragility being mm. anti-fragile. It's like it. kind of a, a step beyond uh, you know resilience. So that's where we're gonna we're gonna go. And um, the question, better question we could ask to kind of kick us off is everybody just kind of stop and think like what makes you what makes you fragile. Really though, as a person. like really, that's such a good question to ask yourself. What is it, it that is. makes you, what is it that, so I, I just want to pause, actually take a little pause there and let everybody think that through. What is it that, what is it that makes you fragile? Yeah. Weaknesses, blind spots, things that you do or don't do, um, thoughts, you know, the gosh, there's a gambit of things that you could look at um, and you should look at when you ask that question on a holistic level is like, you as a human being, spiritually, physically, mentally, um, what makes you fragile, right? Like, like what impedes your ability to, you know, persist uh, in the face of setbacks or challenges or obstacles that life throws you away? Real quick, you know? let's break down fragile. Yeah, let's break down the word easily fragile. broke. Um, easily like like easy honestly, to break. yes, yeah, easy to break, right? So it's not necessarily what breaks you right? Like what is, it's not necessarily, the question isn't what breaks you. It is it what's, per, what is preparing you to be broken? Rather yeah. is, is like rather almost a better yeah. question to ask. That's there, a good right? way to put it. It's like, what's, what's, what's making you more and more fragile? What's weakening your, your, your mindset, your fortitude to eventually to totally. crack, right? To, to, to lose, to, get to withstand pressure, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I think about it that way. Yeah. Um, you know, like our, what, what is, what is causing you to not be able to, um, you know, hold pressure that because life will constantly put pressure on you. Um, you can't run away from it. It literally will just constantly put pressure on you and you have to be strong enough to, you know, withstand that pressure. Yeah. And, and again, it comes from a lot of different angles. It comes in a lot of different ways. It's unavoidable. 
Um, in fact, when you try to avoid it, you, you can become more fragile, mm-hmm. right. As a person. And, uh, so we talk about resilience, but I really like the take an Ikigai guy about just becoming an anti-fragile human being. Nice. Um, because there's so many ways in which we can strengthen ourselves as people, um, throughout our life journey. And in this book, you know, speaking of the people of Okinawa that they studied and everything else, it was this approach to the days where, you know, that was a part of their philosophy. That was part of their mentality that, you know, in finding their Ikigai, they, you know, viewed life a certain way and anti-fragility, building an anti-fragile composition of who you are as a whole was, was a really important piece. And, um, I wanted to, so like I put on here, people, things, habits, there's a list of things that generate, you know, losses for us that make us vulnerable in life. Um, so when I think of fragile, I think about the causes of that fragility. And sometimes it comes in the form of a person that we hang out with media that we consume, you know, and, 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 and other things, food that we consume, um, things that we don't do like exercise or whatever. Um, so as they broke this down, I'm getting to a point as they broke this down, they explained that sometimes the best thing we can do to become anti-fragile is just create some good riddance goals. We talk so much about goals yeah. and, um, you, you, you know, you have goals in health, you have goals in, in, you know, intellectual goals, you have, you know, business goals, whatever, but this concept of like a good riddance goal is a different thing where it's, it's really honing in and focusing on just what, what can you do to become anti-fragile? What can you do to become a stronger person? What can you remove that makes you weak? Good. Remove is a good word. Yeah. What can you remove? I, we talk about the principle of weed and feed, Mm -hmm. right? So like, what can you weed out so that you can feed more of what's better? What's good. What's going to produce a stronger person, um, a better life. And that's really this principle of weed and fees is like good riddance goals. And so I wanted to share these good riddance goals or variations of these good riddance goals that you can take to become right from the book. Some of these are from the books, not all of them are from the book, but that you can implement in your life to become again, stronger or Mm -hmm. anti-fragile. I love the word anti-fragile. Dude, I like, can I, can I, can I, before you dive into these things, I want to insert here. I think it's really interesting that we're like, we're thinking about things And we're asking the question, right? This book's kind of forcing this, but like we're asking the questions, what is it that makes me weak rather than what do I need to do to make me strong, right? You have to, you have to identify both of those things. It's two different thought processes, right? It's two different thought processes. It's like, what's making me weak and then what's going to make me strong. I think it's so important to identify first and foremost, what it is that makes you weak, what it is that makes you fragile, you know, are those things. And then do you need to put something in place? That's going to strengthen that weak thing. Or like you're saying right now, what is it that we can just completely remove? What are those weak things that we can just completely remove? Yeah. Stop thinking about, stop worrying about, stop giving our energy and attention and our focus to, but like, what can we, what can we like just get rid of and stop doing? So I just wanted to point that out, right? It's, it's different than preparing yourself to be strong in times of difficulty it's like, it's like almost like it's like a prerequisite to resilience, right? You brought up resilience, but this is like planning prior to resilience to make sure that your, your resiliency can last as long as possible. That's kind of what I'm picking up from what you're, from what you're explaining right now. And it's, you know, we're so reliant 
on again removing stuff like we're so reliant on on things on as fixing people. things yeah well and i i even think so like you go on a trip okay yeah. you go on a trip a couple hours this is so funny and ironic because you're drinking celsius right now how many of us right and they're good so this good. episode brought to you by celsius Peach <laughs> vibes. um how many of us like we know we're not going to have access to something. So what do we do? Like meaning like an energy drink, something that hot is a necessity. We go stock up and we take it with us. Right. But like, what would you do if you didn't have those things? Like, and why would you wait around to not be able or to, to like find out, I guess, curiosity here? Like, why would you, the question is like, why would you wait around to find out how you would respond? Like to me, being reliant on so many things is again, fragility Yeah, and breaking it down of like, do, is that a necessity? Do you really need that? Or is that causing you to be, is that weakness? Right. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm an extremist when I think that way, but you know, it's been, I, and I, maybe that's my topic of focus because that's something that I've, I've worked hard to kick the last little while. And I'm not speaking of that because I want to say, hey, I kicked energy drinks. What I want to say is I was extremely reliant on that. Yeah. I mean, truth be told, when we're real with ourselves, it was like, I didn't really need that. But I sure. told myself I needed that. Yeah. And when I tell myself I need something that I don't really need, again, that's, that's not anti-fragility. That's a weakness, right? You're reliant. You believe yourself to be reliant on something. And when you don't have it, your your life experience, you believe it to be depreciate or or mm -hmm. deplete. Yeah, that's not reality. Your your life experience again, living an anti fragile or building up to an anti fragile life, it's actually the opposite. But there's this stress that happens in between becoming less you know, not being reliant versus being reliant, where it's a little scary. But then you get past that certain point and you become more anti-fragile and you, your eyes and your mind open up to, oh, wow, like this is how life can be lived. This yeah. is different. This is different. And so I, I'm again, coming back, maybe we're like all over the place, but like coming back to good riddance goals. I think that's why good riddance goals are really important. Yeah. Yeah. And they seem simple and easy, but they're extremely powerful and they're not simple and easy. <laughs> You'll find out how difficult it is just like I have found out in bucking something like energy drinks, right? It's hard, dude. We don't realize how reliant and how fragile we are on stimulus and things like that because we don't really force ourselves to have that conversation and then like move forward and get curious enough to figure out to grow that. How would that be? How would that be? What would that look like? How would I look? Yeah. How would I look if I wasn't reliant on that? Right. Yeah. And anyways. So I don't know if we want to read through these. I don't know. No, dude. No, I definitely want. I definitely want to go through these. These are these are great. These are definitely great starting points for y'all who are our listeners. To just get your mind moving in that right direction. What are these things? What are these things that we can remove, or some ideas of things that you can do to remove in your life that's going to help you be stronger and like the the battle against that concept of, or not battle against the concept, but use the concept of anti fragility. Right. Absolutely. 
um, get rid of those weaknesses. So yeah, Dow, go ahead. What are these? Yeah. What are these, these, these ones to kind of help us get our mind going? That so direction? I'll go through this and then I want to, I want to like kind of bring it all full circle with some stuff right after, but I'll just read through a couple. So, you know, something you can do that again is simple, easy and powerful is like just eliminate snacking in between meals. Like the snacking that happens, the unconscious, like, Hey, grab X, Y, and Z, whatever it is, like just eliminate it. Find mm-hmm. out how challenging that is. Like let curiosity kick in and see if you can do it yeah. and and just get rid of it. Right. Um, eating something sweet, right? Like eliminate doing that every day <laughs> after dinner. Yeah. You don't need the cookie. You don't need the candy bar. You don't need the little piece of chocolate. Yeah. And, like just challenge yourself to go a whole week where you just, on Friday night, that's your suite. You get to have something, right? Um, gradually pay off all your debt. Like just get rid of it once and for all, but chip away at it, right? Put a system in place and get rid of that debt. Avoid toxic people and toxic media. Avoid doing things you don't enjoy simply because you feel obligated to do them, right? That's something you can do. Spend no more than 15 minutes on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever, right? That's a good starting point. Maybe it, you start somewhere even like, less difficult and build up to a, you know, further difficulty there. But these are, these are good riddance goals that again, build up anti-fragility or build you up to become an anti-fragile human being. And here's the reality, right? Like, why is this so important? Well, it's so important because how you do anything is how you do everything and how you approach anything is how you approach everything else. So if you're a business owner, if you are a person who has high aspirations in, you know, being a leader of other people in business, other people uh, in your community, you know, you're looking to get a, uh, a raise. You're looking to, you know, fill a position that's coming coming open in your company. Whatever, it doesn't matter. The people that are going to move forward in those areas are the people who are the most anti fragile for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And again, nobody's perfect. We're all imperfect. But the reason these things are important is because, again, how we do anything is how we do everything. And so we can attack what seems to be the small and simple things, and those actually have a huge impact on the bigger things of life. Boom. So valuable. That is so good, man. That is so good. While you were reading through this, while you were reading through those lists and kind of giving some explanations and then coupled on what you just said, this is what really came to mind for me, right? It's not eliminating snacks in between meals. That's not going to be the big thing that changes your life. It's not eating something sweet once or twice a week rather than every night. That's not going to be what changes your life, right? That's not going to be what helps you identify or or obtain this this uh, this skill of the anti fragility, right? Being 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 able to do things that are going to help make you less fragile. What I heard, dude, as you were going through this. As you eliminate things in your life and as you start to like try to pick these hard things that you're going to start doing, you said something that was, you said, be curious, be curious about how your body reacts to it or like, or how you react to it, how your brain reacts to it, how your mindset reacts to it, whatever you said, be curious. I think it's an important thing to also realize in these moments. I love when you bring up curiosity, dude, because we can't bring up curiosity without consciousness. Like you have to be, you have to be very conscious of the feelings that you're having when you're, when you're eliminating some of these things that make you fragile. You got to be very conscious of the feelings you're having of that curiosity. Where's your curiosity going? What, what avenue are you going down? How are things making you feel? What are the consequences of that? How are they making you feel? I think a lot of times, right, when we get into the curiosity thing, 
it can oftentimes send us in a spiral downward, right? We get curious. Why do I do this? Oh, I do this because of this. I do this because of this. I do this because of past trauma. I do this because so-and-so said this. I do this because this happened to me. And it oftentimes finds ourselves, we find ourselves in this negative downward spiral. But when we're conscious of those things and we notice we're doing these things and they make us feel a certain way, we can stop there. We don't, have to, we don't necessarily all the time need to understand why we feel the way we do when we're eliminating some of these things. We don't have to necessarily understand why. You don't have to walk it all the way back. But what you have to do is you have to be conscious that that's the way that it makes you feel. And that's the fact that it makes you feel this certain way. And that's what it is. But then also understanding that you have the ability and you have the mindset in that moment to switch how you feel. And that space, right? That space between what is it? Stimulus, stimulus and reaction. And response, yeah. And re- yeah, stimulus and, and response. You have that time where you can like really be conscious of those feelings, be conscious of what it is that you're being curious about, and then make that decision, right? Yeah. So I, like, I just wanted to point notice that out. Notice and then Not, learn. Uh-huh. Yes. And notice and then learn. Yeah, dude, I love that. Yeah. That was powerful, man. You should go back. If you you should go back and listen to that breakdown there because you you did an amazing job of explaining the importance of curiosity in the learning process, right? And so many times we approach the learning process in life or in a classroom with a checklist in mind of like, okay, well then I need to do X, Y, and Z. But we miss there's a missing link there. Mm-hmm. And it's that consciousness factor of like literally asking a better question. Curiosity, like I think deep down in the root of curiosity is these questions, these better yeah. questions where you really get to ask and then notice yeah. and learn. And again, I think the most power, one of the most powerful things you said right there is like, you don't have to have all those answers right out of the gate, no. right? Like just notice how it makes you feel. Just notice and follow some patterns, right? Like better or worse, better or worse. And, and, and you'll continue to learn more as you go down that path. And again, that's powerful because we weren't raised in an education system and we weren't raised in homes a lot of the time where somebody broke that down for us of how that works and the importance of that. That is to nobody's discredit and that's to nobody's fault. It's just the way society has been designed. Mm -hmm. That piece right there, critical thinking 101 curiosity, it is a superpower that you can learn more of about a skill set you can acquire that will literally change the trajectory of your life and change every, almost every single circumstance you come into and across throughout the course of your lifetime in business that will start continue to serve as a superpower, right? You can get better and better at it and it will help you make better decisions. I think of discernment, right? I think Mm. of Again, educated decisions. I think of strategy. It's it's crucial, dude. Like that was that was awesome. I I love that. I well, dude, maybe maybe dude. we wrap it up there then, bro. Maybe 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 I sign off this episode. Maybe I wrap Do this it. one up. So, dude, as we've been talking about today, what makes you fragile? Ask yourself those questions. What are those little things that? What are those little things that you can remove out of your life? that are going to help you progress more towards your goals and, and, and ultimately strengthen you. What are those weak things that you can, that you can absolutely remove and then be conscious of how those things that you remove make you feel. Like, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from today is it's not just like letting go. It's like learning about yourself as you let go. How does this feel for me? How am I reacting to this as I let go of something that's not serving me, but that I might be emotionally attached to? What is it that, 
how is that making me feel and learning that about yourself? Because if you can learn that about yourself, now you know like how your body's going to react, how your mind's going to react to those changes that you make down the yeah. road and to those other things that you remove. Real quick, I only know that because I'm going to share real quick before we wrap up here. I know, I know we have other things we need to get to, Dal. I only know this because I've, I've been through that process super recently. Like very recently, I've been through that. I've been through that exact process. And that's what I learned through that process is that it's not so much about it's not so much about removing it because it's going to serve you. For me it wasn't about it wasn't about that. For me it was about removing something that wasn't serving me that was actually doing me a disservice and then paying attention to myself and how I reacted to that. How my body reacted to it, how my mindset reacted to it. And learning myself there in those difficult times. So my challenge for everybody, as we kind of sign off and as we kind of end this episode, this is weird. I don't usually end the episodes. I don't really know how to do it. But as we, You're doing as we wrap great. up, You're doing as great. we wrap up, just be conscious of those things that you decide to remove that are making you weak. Be conscious about yourself and how they make you feel um, and learn about yourself. So as you remove bigger things in your life and make bigger changes, you know how your body is going to react. You know how your mind's going to react so that you can continue to remove things that aren't serving you and add things that are serving you. It's a constant thing. It's a constant thing. You're always doing that through your life. So the quicker that you can learn how to do that quicker and better and faster and have it like really impact your life, the better. So that I'm going to send it back over to you to wrap up because I honestly don't even know what to say to end here. <laughs> there, there's your recipe for a fulfilling life, right? Like there's a recipe yeah. for continuing to find your ikigai, your, your purpose, yeah. your meaning, you know? And so I, uh, I have zero to add other than to close this sucker off. Um, again, anti-fragility, it's a different approach, right? We talk so heavily on resilience and becoming more resilient, how about becoming an anti-fragile human being, right? And the process that we broke down today is, you know, a great way to continue, not just get started, but to continue down that path of, you know, being curious as to what you can do to become that person. And it's not, it's not a, a pill you swallow. This is literally like an approach to every day. Um, mm -hmm. This reflection process, this learning process. I love today's episode. You did an amazing job sending it off. I feel awkward because I don't know how to close this thing off. Like, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening to the growth cast. And uh, no, in all reality, thank you so much for joining us every single week. I'm going to do my best attempt at being Jackson here. We, we appreciate you so much. Continue to send us your feedback, continue to rate and review the show. We appreciate you so much and uh, have a great Saturday. Y'all we'll see you later.